Hi there. I don't know what wakes you up in the morning. Maybe like me, you've got one of those alarm clocks that, that makes this loud beep, 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 beep. And until you slam it or hit the snooze button, uh, it wakes you up uh, with a start. I, I don't know, maybe your watch vibrates. Maybe, I don't know, your phone wakes you up. Maybe, I don't know, maybe a loved one, uh, maybe it's the sound of the cup of tea hitting the bedside candle, or maybe the coffee hitting the bedside table next to your bed. Maybe that's what wakes you up. I don't know what wakes you up, but we all have different things, especially uh, today, uh, having the clocks change. We've had an hour's less sleep, and maybe you felt like you just wanted to pull the duvet over your head and stay asleep. Well, I want to say well done for waking up. In fact, I want to talk to you about waking up, uh, not just kind of physically, but waking up spiritually, because I believe this is what God wants to talk to us about as Wellspring Church. And I believe it's what he wants to talk to you about as well. I, I, I don't know what you are like, maybe once you've woken up in the morning, uh, maybe a bit like me for most of my life, although I think it's changing a bit now. Um, I, within a few seconds of me waking up, I'm awake. My eyes are wide. I, in fact, I'm ready to have a full conversation. So how did you sleep? How did everything go? And uh, that doesn't always go down so well with other members of the Roberts household. In fact, uh, I've learned uh, that with Helen, it's usually like a half hour or maybe an hour before any words really need to be exchanged. It's just, some of us take longer to kind of wake up to the day. And I think that's cool, we're all different. But it's important for us to actually in the end to wake up. See, there are many things that would stop us from, from doing that. There are many reasons why we'd want to stay in bed, want to stay under that duvet and not leave the comfort and the safety and the familiarity of our beds. Maybe what is ahead of us in the day, maybe actually we're afraid or uncertain about what the day is going to bring. Maybe in this lockdown season, maybe it's just the reality of who else is in our home or where we are or who else is not in our home. Maybe actually it's really tempting to just stay in bed and stay asleep. Some of us, I believe God is saying it's still time to wake up. I, I think spiritually it's possible for us to have the, the duvet over our heads in our lives. And I want to encourage you today, it's time to wake up. Yes, there are things going on around us things going on in us that are certainly scary. They would, they would cause us to could be afraid, to be uncertain. But I want to say to you today, it's time to wake up, to, to break away from what is just familiar and safe and to take on this new day. See, because every day, the mercies of God are new. Every day is full and bursting of opportunity. And I believe God is saying to us, even in this time of turmoil, this is the day of the Lord. There's, there's something in this time for us that is unlike anything we've experienced before because we're going through a time that, that none of us has ever experienced before. And I believe that God has a word for us. And I believe there's a word for you today to encourage you to, to be alert and to wake up to the opportunities around us, to sense the heart of God. Now, when the light comes streaming in through a bedroom window, uh, it kind of forces us to be awake. And if the curtains, are, maybe somebody pulls back the curtains, it's definitely really hard to stay asleep when the light is flooding in. Well, I'm going to read to you from the book of Isaiah. We're going to read it together. In Isaiah 59 verse 9, the people are expressing uh, a lament. 
in fact they're talking about light and how it's hidden from them and this is from Isaiah chapter 59 verse 9 it's what the people are saying so there is no justice among us and we know nothing about right living we look for light but find only darkness we look for bright skies but walk in gloom the people of God had come to an awareness that they were actually walking in gloom and the things that perhaps they might look towards to bring light into their life were actually just like darkness. It's a very relevant word I have for you today. In fact, this is really a prophetic word that's been burning my heart for weeks. I, I was really inspired by many of these thoughts uh, by a visit of a man called Peter Butt. Peter Butt is uh, a member of, of what was a, an apostolic team, a group of leaders that were helping us in the life of our church at that time, speaking to our lives, encouraging us, challenging us. Well, anyway, at the end of February, in our central Watford location at the Wellspring Church Centre, I was giving an announcement or leading some prayer, and my eyes had to do a double take because Peter Butt was sitting there in the Wellspring. And uh, I had to, what, really? I've not seen him for 15 years. So at the end of the service, I had a conversation with him. I said, Peter, and I just knew something in my gut that, that God had said something to him about us as a church. And I said, Peter, what did the Lord say to you? What, um, what the God's given, he said, you know, God has given me some things. I want to encourage you. Uh, God's doing some great, but there's some things I want to share with you. But instead of telling you now, I'm going to pray about that and I'm going to send these notes to you. And sure enough, the day after he sent an inspiring word from the next chapter from what I've just read from Isaiah chapter 60 and the word is about the light of Christ shining on us uh, it, the Isaiah context is that the, the light of God was going to fall on Jerusalem on Zion and the challenge was to wake up here in the message paraphrase which really brings colorfully the, this passage to light we're going to hear Angela Herbert read from Isaiah chapter 60 from 1 to 7 uh, have a listen to this and catch the heart of God. Isaiah 60 verses 1 to 7. Get out of bed, Jerusalem. Wake up. Put your face in the sunlight. God's bright glory has risen for you. The whole earth is wrapped in darkness. All people sunk in deep darkness. But God rises on you. His sunrise glory breaks over you. Nations will come to your light. Kings to your sunburst brightness. Look up, look around, watch as they gather, watch as they approach you, your sons coming from great distances, your daughters carried by their nannies. When you see them coming, you'll smile, big smiles, your heart will swell and yes, burst, all those people returning by sea for the reunion, a rich harvest of exiles gathered in from the nations and then streams of camel caravans as far as the eye can see. Young camels of nomads in Midian and Ephah, pouring in from the south from Sheba, loaded with gold and frankincense, preaching the praises of God. And yes, a great roundup of flocks from the nomads in Kedar and Nebir, welcome gifts for worship at my altar as I bathe my glorious temple in splendor. Thank you so much Angela for that reading. What a beautiful passage of scripture and it's not just an ancient word, this is not just some 
ancient texts that actually it's brought to life for you and me, for us. You see, it's possible to sleepwalk. I don't know if you have anyone in your home that's a sleepwalker. It's possible to be walking around a house, even having a conversation, and yet not, not be conscious, but to be doing that subconsciously. It's possible for us to go through life through routines, uh, just go through the motions, but without really being conscious. I mean, talking about spiritually awake. And as if you just heard, God's heart for the people of Jerusalem was that they would wake up and, and shine and reflect his glory. Wake up. Uh, in fact, the Hebrew that is used here, the Hebrew word kum, means to, to get up from a position of being lying down, to, to wake up and to be alert. And for sure, uh, that's, that's an important message for us. You know, uh, in, a, in a military setting, it would be like somebody who was set to watch, you know, to be on watch, to, to keep guard, and they'd fallen asleep, and you'd want to wake them up. Uh, it's that kind of a rest. Wake up and, and, and fulfill your purpose. In the same way God is saying to us as Wellspring Church, in these dark days, it's time to wake up. No, no more slumbering. No, no more uh, just sleeping and hiding away in the corner, but actually now is the time for us to do three things. The first thing is to wake up to the darkness. Isaiah says, and this is what God says, there is great darkness covering the earth, covering the nations. It's true, isn't it? it, it this, this is not just about coronavirus and it's bringing out a whole load of ugly in all of us and in the world around us. But this is just a state of our world. There is darkness everywhere. And actually, we're so, we're so tempted to, uh, to hide away. And I believe God will want us to, even though it's uncomfortable, God would say, wake up, Jerusalem. And I believe he'd say, wake up, Church of the UK. Wake up, Wellspring Church. Wake up to the darkness around. And the darkness that he talks about is living without the glory of God. What a travesty that we go through illuminated by our own light, by our own artificial light, if you like, instead of the light of the sun. We seem to be able to live as if God doesn't exist. We don't even need the sun to rise. We can plug in our lights. Uh, where this, is, this is the darkness of our own making. And the Lord says, wake up to the darkness and be aware of the darkness all around. That's definitely happening in these challenging days. The second thing is to look up and see God's glory. To look up and see his glory. It says, arise and shine, the light has come. His glory rises above you. The light of God rises above us. Will we see that? During the Send Heaven week of prayer and fasting, will we see that? Will we, will we allow the presence of God to, be, to fill the rooms that we're in? Even when those rooms have other people in them. Will we, if we get a chance to get outside, if the government allows us to continue to go for a walk and get some fresh air, in those moments, will we be aware of the glory of God? Will we see his glory in creation? Will we see his glory in the people around us, the things that he's made? I'd encourage you to look up and see the glory of the Lord. And thirdly, I want to encourage you, it's time for us to stand up. It is time for us to stand up and reflect his light to the world around us. Uh, at the last celebration Sunday, I talked about Wellspring being good soil. 
Uh, and this is the part where we now say, okay, we're planted in good soil. Now it's time for us to stand up, to stand up and receive the light of God upon us, to stand up like a plant, like a flower, reaching for the light. This is a time for you and I to stand up and reflect the glory of God. This is a great day for the church. This is a great day for the good news of Jesus Christ. And if you're watching, the, watching this and you, and you um, maybe haven't received the light of God into you, maybe you're just aware of the darkness and you don't see the light, I want to encourage you. See that the, the light of God is shining upon you. And church, it's time for us to reflect that glory through all the things that we do. And in fact, I've got six ideas about how this might, uh, kind of how God might want to do this uh, through us as the church. The first of those is this. I believe God is ending our denial about the darkness. He's ending it. He's waking us up. He's ending our denial about the darkness around us because he loves us. Everything he does because he loves us and he has better things for us and he wants to shine his light through us into the lives of those around us. Secondly, He's going to awaken dormant gifting. I'm talking about those gifts and abilities that we have that maybe we've shelved for a while. He wants to awaken that dormant gifting uh, and, and to, bring out, to bring out from us all the good things that he's placed in us. Maybe you have gifts that have grown dormant. I want to encourage you in that and say, hey, uh, now's the time for you to come out of the woodwork and bring all that God has you. I'm not just talking about the COVID-19 season. I'm actually talking about the next chapter in the life of our church. Many dormant gifts are coming out of the surface and are going to bring great glory to God. I remember when I was a boy, I went to my granddad's farm in Kansas, Granddad Roberts. And on his farm, uh, out in his yard, uh, over the winter, he would put various bits of equipment. And I remember seeing this one kind of plough. I said, Granddad, it's all rusty. Is it broken? Because there was grass that was growing around it. He said, no, 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 that's, that's my plough. I'm going to use that for the winter wheat. But I looked and said, but it looks like it's all rusted. And he says, no, all I need to do is I need to oil it. I need to get uh, everything kind of, get it properly maintained. And that thing is right as rain. And that's going to help me when I plow the field for the winter wheat. You see, uh, in the same way, God has placed things in us that maybe have been set aside for a while. But now is the time he's going to awaken them and bring them to the fore again. The third thing is God is going to embolden our dampened witness. I believe at times we've, we've shied away from telling people how much we love Jesus. Now is the time, church, for us to be strong and confident in who Jesus is. He's the only rock on which we can stand at this time and season where everything is shaking. He is the rock on which we can stand. I'd encourage you to be emboldened in your witness. Ask God to help you. He inspired me recently to do a little Facebook video for my school friends, the ones that I was a terrible witness to at school. I didn't tell them how much I love Jesus, so I decided to do a video for them. And uh, that got shared and shared and shared. And over 2,000 people have seen that video and more people are watching it. And I, I believe that's just my, that was just what I felt prompted to do. Whatever the Holy Spirit prompts you to do, know that this is a day to embolden your witness. Three more things. The fourth one is, I believe he wants to repair damaged relationships in your home perhaps to allow freedom and forgiveness and grace to abound that we might have stronger relationships because our relationships are going to be tested but I'm praying God will repair many damaged relationships 
And even if it's through screen reunions, getting in touch with people that we've fallen out with, I'd encourage you to let God repair any damaged relationships in your life. Fifthly, I believe the Lord is going to reverse our disengagement with the wider community, with the people who live around us. That's what God's doing. He's connecting us again with our community because he loves us and because he wants us to be his light in this dark world. And finally, he wants to reinvigorate the discouraged. That's the heart of God. That's why he says to Isaiah, come on, wake up. Don't you see? Look, and he talks about, if you read the whole of the passage of Isaiah 60, he talks about wealth and people from all nations coming back to Jerusalem. He says, look, your greater days are ahead. Come on, they're coming. People are coming from the north and south. They're coming back to you. Uh, be encouraged. I want to say to you today, be encouraged. Be invigorated by the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus. Be strengthened in these testing times. That's my prayer for you and I believe it's God's heart for you as well. And of course, ultimately, the light that shines upon us is actually Jesus himself. He is, as it says in John's Gospel, he's the light of the world who has risen upon us. And he rises upon you today. And he rises upon us. Let the light of Jesus fall on your face and fill your spirit and reinvigorate your soul. And I want to say to you, if you've not felt that before, you've not known that before, what it is to live in the fullness of the light of Jesus, if you're just aware of the darkness, I'm going to give you an opportunity in a moment to pray a prayer with me. It's an adaption of our commitment prayer that we pray and I want to encourage you the words for that are just going to come up on the screen and I want to encourage you to read these words and then pray these words with me and then I'm going to pray for you but please don't stay in the darkness don't stay spiritually asleep now's the time to wake up now's the time to look up now's the time to stand up and let his light bounce off you into the world around you so let's pray this prayer together Dear Jesus, thank you for loving me enough to die on the cross for me. I'm sorry for times when I've lived in the dark and not walked in the light. That changes today. I give my life to you. I choose to follow you and ask you to teach me your ways. Help me reflect your glory. Thank you that I can live forever because you rose again. Amen. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer and made that commitment for the first time, I'd love for you to email us and just email prayer at wellspring-church.org and we would love to walk with you on the next stage of your journey. And now prayer for you before we respond together in song as Ben leads us in the song From the Inside Out which is really about the light of God shining on us and through us. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for those who are watching. I thank you for people in every home and every nation. Lord, I pray that your light would shine upon us, shine upon me, shine upon us as a church. And God, may we be aware of what it means to stand up and reflect your glory to the world around us. So thank you. Thank you for hearing our prayers and joining with us today. I pray this by the power of your spirit and in the name of Jesus. Amen. A thousand times I fail, so the only
time when all else fades, never ending. Your glory goes beyond all fate. Will above all else, my purpose remains. Part of losing myself in bringing you praise. Everlasting, your light will shine when all else fades. Never ending, your glory goes beyond all fate. Everlasting, your light will shine when all else fades. Never ending, your glory goes beyond all fate. My heart and my soul, I give you control. Consume me from the inside out. Justice and praise become my embrace to love you from the inside out. Everlasting, your light will shine when all else fades, never ending. Your glory goes beyond all fame. And the cry of my heart is to bring you praise from the inside out of my soul. Cries out, never lost me. Your life will shine when all else fades, never ending. Your glory goes beyond all Justice and praise.